following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Greetings. Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning into the program today. Our Bible study, Larry is gone. Finally. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? Got a really interesting show for you today on the legendary Larry Flint. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. HardcoreChristianity.com is the website. On the website, you will see all of our ministry services, live services, Thursday night, 7 p.m., Friday night at 7 p.m., preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance at both services. Friday night's my teaching service for my radio listeners. When you go to the website, you can sign up for one of our free seminars. We have a free monthly seminar the last Friday of every month. We have a free women's only seminar every other month. The next one is in March. That's always on the third Saturday of the month. During the summers, we have live deliverance services for children. Do you have a uh, child with disobedience problems and may be infected with spirits from video games? During the summer months, uh, we have a uh, service on Saturdays at 10 a.m. And uh, also on the uh, website, you can sign up for my deliverance training class if you feel like you might want to get into this ministry. Uh, It's the fourth Saturday of every month at noon in the small sanctuary there at the Arizona Deliverance Center. Don't forget to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation, as you have for the last 19 years. And don't forget about Sister Karen. She's on the homepage of the website. She'll be happy to list your house for sale. She loves working with spirit-filled Christian. Larry the legend is gone. No, I'm not talking about Larry Bird. I'm talking about one of Satan's prized servants, Larry Flint. As you know, he died of heart failure in Los Angeles about a week and a half ago. He died at the age of 78. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Larry Flint. He had an incredible life. Very unusual person. Very unusual Pornographer, very strange individual, but very intelligent and very determined. He also became a great blessing to Christianity in the United States. He was from Kentucky and he grew up poor. He came from a dysfunctional family. His mother had emotional problems. His dad was detached and unavailable. They finally divorced when he was young. Um, He ran away and joined the army at 15. He lied about his age. They caught him. They threw him out. He ran away again, went to the Navy, and they did not catch it. He served in the Navy until 1964. When he got out, uh, he went back home to his dysfunctional mother, um, who was emotionally ill. And uh, later on, he said that he developed uh, severe bipolar. But when he was young, he found his calling in life buying bars. He started to buy bars and employ topless dancers. And he was a, he was uh, running strip clubs, did an excellent job at it and wrote a newsletter about his strip clubs that 
became Hustler Magazine. He later started Hustler Magazine to unseat Playboy and Penthouse, who were dominating the market. And he went deep. Um, he changed uh, the, the uh, girly magazines, to use a slang term, to uh, more hardcore. His magazine, unlike the others, showed uh, female genitalia. Um, he showed bondage, S&M, um, abuse of women. Uh, he was an envelope pusher, to say the least. As you know, as I mentioned earlier, he had bipolar and uh, when he was young, he was raised in a dysfunctional family and was uh, sexually promiscuous, a heavy drinker. And of course, he was loaded, loaded with lust demons and rejection demons from his childhood. He was married five times, uh, one to a Mary, one to a Peggy, one to a Kathy, one to an Althea, and one to an Elizabeth, his last wife. His uh, true love of his life was Althea, uh, which was his fourth wife. Uh, they were married for 10 years, but uh, she and she and he were drug user, she became a drug addict. She died of uh, an accidental drowning in 1987. She was only 33 years old. And uh, Flint never got over it. Married again after that. He had five daughters, many grandchildren, and he has many great-grandchildren. You remember the story, though, in 1977, Jimmy Carter's sister, Ruth Carter Stapleton, supposedly led him to the Lord, I use that term loosely, and he was converted to Christ, I use that term again very loosely, in 1977, when he claims to have become a, quote, born-again Christian, I'm again, using those terms very loose, loosely. Uh, Flint said he had a vision from God that he was flying in one of his private jets and Stapleton was the only passenger in the jet. And when uh, Ruth Carter Stapleton came to see him, he turned his over, life over to the Lord. But unfortunately, Ruth Carter Stapleton was a general evangelical and a Baptist. And she didn't explain him the true gospel of Jesus Christ and didn't uh, make sure he was filled with the Holy Spirit didn't make sure he went through deliverance from demons and complete repentance. So after that, uh, Larry kept publishing his magazine, but um, he did uh, vow to tame it down a little bit since he was a Christian. Later on, he became an, an avowed atheist. Um, his life was filled with all kinds of tragedies, uh, addictions, divorce, his oldest daughter, Tanya, also became a Christian after he did, and she became an anti-pornography activist. Um, she wrote a book in 1998 called Hustled. She claims Larry Flint was a uh, child abuser, among other things. And then, of course, Flint denied the charges. He took a polygraph test, he said. He passed it, he said. Uh, he had he, he claimed to have tapes where his daughter was saying that she was just doing it for the money. 
and all that kind of stuff. His bipolar continued to worsen over the years. His other daughter, Lisa, died in a car crash in Ohio in 2014. She was 47 years old. Uh, Flint got involved in all kinds of obscenity trials over the years. One was in Georgia in 1978 after he had become a Christian and a white supremacist named Joseph Paul Franklin shot him. Shot him outside the courthouse because he was enraged that Flint was publishing pictures in his magazine of interracial sex. He did not believe that white people should be uh, having any kind of sexual relations with black people. The guy was absolutely infuriated, shot the guy, did not kill him, of course. It was a spinal cord injury. He was paralyzed and spent the rest of his life in a wheelchair. They never prosecuted Franklin because he had uh, stabbed to death a, a Jewish man outside of a um, synagogue in St. Louis the year before. And he uh, was put on death row and convicted for that murder. Surprisingly, Flint stood up for the guy because he was an anti capital punishment advocate, and uh, even though Flint never forgave the guy, he did uh, try to get him life in prison instead of being executed. It didn't work. They, they finally executed the guy. Because of his uh, injury and because of the uh, spinal cord disability, because he got shot, Flint gave up Christianity and ran to alcohol and painkillers and became an addict. Uh, he lived in a mansion in Los Angeles. The front door on that mansion, believe it or not, was 5,000 pounds. He later became addicted to heroin. His wife, Althea, also was a heroin addict. Flint was not near as addicted as his wife. She also contracted AIDS through dirty needles. She drowned in a bathtub, as I mentioned earlier. She was only 33 years old. It was investigated. They ruled it was an accident. However, in 1998, Flint became an incredible free speech advocate. A free speech advocate. You remember the case, and here's the point of my radio program today. In 1983, Flint ran a photograph, a cartoon of Jerry Falwell, and under the cartoon, it said Jerry Falwell's first sexual experience was with his mother in an outhouse. Falwell was enraged, sued Flint for $50 million and won. Won, and the case went up to the Supreme Court, and then Flint won, which means we won. Flint won the case with a unanimous 8-0 to zero verdict reinforcing the right of free speech and free speech protections for satires in the United States for public figures. This case was extremely important, extremely important for Christianity because this case set a precedent that you and I, as born-again Christians and any other religion in the United States is free to speak 
and share and disseminate religious material, all other kind of materials. There are some certain exceptions, of course. But free speech was established by one of Satan's most trusted servants, the pitiful Larry Flint, who died uh, a week and a half ago to, or so ago, and Satan finally took him through the gates of hell, where he is at this very moment screaming for somebody to come help him. And unfortunately, nobody ever comes to see you in hell. Nobody ever comes to help you. Nobody even knows you're there. Folks, free speech is being attacked in our country. They're coming for us. And they would have already taken us had it not been for one individual, Larry Flint. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.